Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. Oh boy. Who's here today? We got a special guest today. It's me. Ah, it is. Dan Holloway. Dan Holloway, by the way, for people listening at home who might not know the sister show Drinking Bros Podcast, Dan and I host the sports show that is every Wednesday on there. Dan's one of the most fascinating individuals. I've been fortunate enough to spend the last two months with him, uh, essentially uh, on the road. And uh, today... We're in Dallas, Texas. We're in Dallas, Texas. We've been to the Ohio State TCU game. Yep. We've interviewed some very fascinating people today. We were on the field. We've said some fucked up shit. Oh, it's a lot of people. Which I know the RPR crowd likes. Oh, Uh, love it. Love it. And we were on the field for the Ohio State TCU game. We were, yeah. It's very, like, so. I felt like we were too close. Did you feel So so here's what happened. We were up in our normal seats. 
And then we were like walk. I'm, I'm pretty sure we took the wrong route down to the concession area. We and did. They, they led us into an area we should never have been in in the first place. Well, one of the security guys recognized us and said, yes. hey, I listen to the sports show. I love your sports show. Yep. Why don't you guys come down VIP? And we were like, cool. But we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. So, so the next thing that happened is, yeah, this, <laughs> another a different security guard said, hey, we recognize you guys from the sports show, from Trigger Bro Sports. You guys can come out on the field. We're like, okay. I mean, what do you say to that? Yeah, yeah. Like, you, say, you say yes. You shrug and walk out there. Inside, I felt like a child. You said to me, you were like, dude, I've never seen you smile like this in your entire life. Yeah, I it was felt a, like a little kid. It was honestly a little bit upsetting to see you smiling. Crazy, right? Because I've never seen it before. So I, I am on the, the field with my favorite team and like... yeah. You get to see injuries, uh, coaches screaming. You get to hear conversations that, and stuff. Holy shit! Because because even with Bosa, even with Bosa, it was it was one of those things where it was just like everybody would come over and kind of said their condolences of like I'm sorry you're out for the year. Yeah, Nick I mean, Bosa. so so we're on, we're close enough on the field where Ross actually heard Nick Bosa say I'm out for the I'm year. Done. He said I'm done. I'm yeah. Done. Yeah. Um, now we'll see how that affects his draft position or the rest of the season. He may just be, um, he may just be upset. It's hard to say. It is. It's I, a groin injury, right? So who knows? The, eight, the, eight the weird thing is, is when you're that close, and you see people go into the locker room, come out in street clothes. They've taken their Norco and their Vicodin. Yeah. Yo, how much was he was, was itching? <laughs> he was itching. Yeah. How it's much like was a, he licking his lips? So yeah, yeah. It was a reality show. It really was. Crazy. Like you're so it? close to everything that it's like, wow. I see this guy processing emotion and the rest of his life, and because Nick Bosa was on track to be the number one pick of the NFL draft, he yes. may still be because his brother was. Yeah, because and his brother's dominated the NFL. Listen, a groin injury for a guy like him—that's not that big a deal. It's a muscle injury. He'll I be fine. If it is a groin. That's what they said on TV. But yeah, I'm, who knows? I, I don't know. We'll see. If, it, if that's what it is, it's not going to be a big deal for him. He'll probably still go in the top five of the draft. Easily. And he's going to make a fuckload of money. But it's still really interesting to see all the emotion. Because he's worked his entire life for this. And he expected up until 24 hours ago yeah. to be healthy this season, to be the number one pick in the draft. 100%. And now things change. So it's really interesting to see that happen in real time. Yeah. And, and to also see what goes down on the field. Like, to me... Seeing the Ohio State team, it felt like seeing a pro team up close. They were very fast. I mean, that's the thing you very hear. Very fast. Like if you had, we, we, so we interviewed, uh, uh, what's his nuts from the Eagles? Um, Derek uh, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox, not too long ago. And, he, and we always ask this of any NFL guy, what's the difference between college and the NFL? And they say it's speed. Speed, yeah. It's always speed. It's like everything happens so much faster. The fastest guy in a college field is the average guy in an co- NFL field. Yep. So um, with a guy like that and with a team like this, I, I see – I go to a lot of minor league hockey games because I like hockey. Yeah. And there's some in San Antonio that I go check out. That's always the difference. The, the ECHL or the AHL, yeah. the difference between that and the NHL is speed. Stick to stick passing, how far they get like down the ice. The difference though with minor league hockey is it's fun. Well, they enjoy, fight a lot. I don't enjoy they fight minor a lot. league baseball that much. Minor no. league hockey is a blast. They though. fight, yeah, a lot. yeah. That, that's but but for Ohio State, you said before the game to someone I can't remember who it was. We were like, you're going to see a professional football, football team, team yeah. And Ohio State was fast as fuck. <sighs> looks like a professional football team. Uh, they the look quarterback good. looks like a pro. Like the running backs are yeah. pros. Bosa is a pro, like all of those guys. Whereas TCU, there was only one player that I thought could be our starter, and that was that Rieger kid. Rieger, yeah, number one, I, I believe so. Receiver, um, yeah, he was very good, very good, very and, good. And, and that guy, I, I could see starting for Ohio State. Other than that, I was just like, eh, the rest of this team is kind of yeah. whatever. And then you know, we ended up blowing him out, forty to twenty-eight. Yep. I believe I called it on the show. I said forty-eight twenty-four. When you're that close, congratulations. Uh, Rosterdamas strikes again. Um, but on today's show, since we are live in Dallas and since we do shit like this all the time, obviously usually Jesse's our co-host. She's with our family and our in-laws uh, up in the cabin in the woods due to the hurricane. So we're here and we're doing sort of 
Anthony Bourdain-ish type shows today. Yeah, it's been very interesting. We've had yeah. uh, we had a pastry chocolate chef on. Yes, a uh, pastry chocolate chef who owns one of the biggest chocolate factories in Dallas, Texas. We had uh, Miss Dallas on the show. Miss Dallas, who now owns and runs her own construction company. Yeah. And is an artist in her free time, which is really interesting. Uh, very, very, very... This. A lot of stuff going on in Dallas these days. Exactly. And so whoever listens to Raj Patterson Revolution knows this. We always do interesting shows with people from all walks of life. It doesn't matter what the fuck you do, where we are. We're just amped to meet real individuals who have real companies and are interesting people to talk to. And these two guests you're about to hear on our show fit the bill 100%. And uh, look, we're, we're super proud to be here because we've had a blast the last three or four days. Uh, but of course, we have some sponsors who pay for this whole fucking shit to be on the air. First and foremost, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Dan, why don't you tell us about it? This is your company. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. You guys have heard it all before. Um, we're getting ready for the holiday season. we got some new products coming out. We've got... We have a hoodie that's made out of the uh, the poncho liner, the whoopee that everybody oh, likes so much. Big, it's so comfortable. Oh, my yep. God. We've got new mugs. We've got new designs. We've got some specialty blends coming out for the holiday season. It's all kind of stuff going on. So really pay attention to what's going on, guys. Yes. And go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for their coffee club of the month. Uh, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. It's a one-time use, and if you're going to use it for one time, highly recommend you using it on the Coffee Club of the Month. Right before I get about evacuated from that hurricane, the last box that hit my door before the last flight out of Wilmington is Black Rifle Coffee. Big fan of those guys. The Dan. best deal we have is a Coffee Club. I mean, you, you, do, you do that initial sign-up. Uh, not only do you get 20% off your order, but you get free shipping. On your first order, so however much coffee and gear and swag you want to buy, you get free shipping on all that all at once. It's a great deal. And Amazing. you save an average of 20% already going forward on your coffee club by not having to pay shipping costs and paying a lower price for our coffee. Yeah. So it's and a great look, deal. Dan runs the marketing for that company. He's so great, I wish I could fucking pick him off from, from me, to be honest. Just market my life. Christ, I'd be Rogan within a year if I had this motherfucker on my team. Uh, next up, we get StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strike Force is great. They're in 7-Eleven all over the East Coast right now. Yep. And it's for a reason. It's because and it's a great bases, product. 40 military bases yeah, all 40 over the world. military bases, Even in, yeah. in Korea, South yep. Korea. Yeah, it's great. It's like uh, Red Bull, but you don't have to buy a can of sugar to do it. Exactly. Uh, they got four amazing flavors. They got original. They got lemon. They've got uh, orange and Make America Grape again. They got a fucking 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle. The rest on your bar top or countertop, so you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's good every time, and they ship everywhere in the entire world. Big fan of Strike Force Energy. Yeah, if you're a deployed guy and you're looking for stuff, listen, get that 750-milliliter bottle. Put it in your water bottle when you go out on patrol. That's what I did. Good to go. You're good to go at that. Uh, next up, we've got straightrazors.com. Jesse's not here. Look, she always does the, you like it? <laughs> How many people have come up to us today screaming that? Listen. Um, Everybody's <laughs> laughing here. Yeah. We're, we're live from Craft and Growler. Everybody's laughing here. Jesse's not here. Somebody's got to do the, you like it? No, there was no pause, though. No. Everybody, no, she... Somebody just said me on is there was no pause. People love Jesse, man. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, he's got a ringtone. There it is. Bunch of people have the ringtones. It's amazing. Everybody's using straightrazors.com. If you're a real man in this world, they've got products, uh, beard oils, like for you. Yeah, I use Mustache the beard oil. Boxers, yeah. yeah. Conditioners, shampoos. Their straight razors are second to none. If you're worried about using a straight razor, they've got some safety razors that are fucking amazing. And uh, if you're looking for just a dope-ass shaving kit, it's like getting a, a shaving kit from Tombstone. Uh, they bag it up, ship it right to your house. It's fucking incredible. Luke Webster and yeah. the boys, uh, Rocco and those guys, yep. are, are the dudes. Like um, Amazing products, amazing people. Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, that's good every time. That's a big savings there because they got real nice shit. And then, Dan, last but not least, we've been drinking this all throughout Dallas. H-Factor Water. H-Factor Water H -Factor? is great, man. So our buddy is one of the uh, owners and runs this company, and it's hydrogen-infused hydrogen water, yeah. right? So it's, uh, you know, I can't really get into all the science behind it right now. People say, oh, it's hydrogen-infused water. 
Aren't there two parts hydrogen and water molecules? Listen, just go to their website and read this shit, please. Um, every athlete in the fucking world is using this stuff right now. And they are. The Golden State Warriors during the NBA Finals flew this guy out with, like, literally pallets full of this stuff yeah. for a reason. You think they're on the cutting edge? They're on the cutting edge, believe me. Look it into the stuff. I drink one before I go out to drink, and I would drink one after. This is uh, Ross Patterson Revolution. So it is. I know you guys are a bunch of alcoholic, sick-minded fucks God out there. God damn, you're right. You so are. Drink one of these before you go out. Get fucked up. Drink another one. You get home. You'll be fine in the morning. Yeah. That's all I got to say yeah. about that. Big fan. Uh, super stoked to have Dan on the show. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, first up, we're going to have Miss Dallas on. She's talking about her new art exhibit in Dallas, which is fucking crazy. And then after that, we've got the owner of Dude Sweet Chocolate. Again, just another fucking weird, fascinating show. Just real people in Dallas, man, who came down to hang out at uh, Craft and Growler, have some drinks. Just shoot the shit, man. Just fucking real people. Real Topeka people, man. If you're an almost famous fan. So let's get into the show, shall we? Oh, oh we're coming shit. back. <laughs> Who do we have on the show? Dan? Is, I don't know. Is this, it Miss Dallas? It's this lady that we met. Somewhere, I don't remember where it was. I think it was through Xander from H Factor. It was, it was from from H Factor Water. What's your name? Shannon McAnally. Oh my gosh, you're Miss Dallas, aren't you? Well, I, I was a you, while ago. You, what, what year was, was that? That gosh, I was Miss Dallas 2011, but then I won Miss Virginia in 2013, competed Miss USA. So you're How a fucking you carpetbagger then? Yeah. <laughs> Holy How shit! How do you win different states? That's amazing. Oh, so I I was. Working in Virginia, so I moved to Virginia. Okay. And there's like a, there's this rule in the Miss USA system of like you have to be there for six months. So sure. That's why I ended up competing Miss Virginia. You ended up just going to different states, picking up different shit. They call them state hoppers, but I'm like, I was actually <laughs> working, like I was there. So yeah. That's amazing. They do call them state hoppers. That's like a term. Carpet yeah. baggers. Yeah. The, What's the, a carpet? Oh, yeah, a a carpetbagger is someone that comes from the north yeah. to the south. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To run for political then that's office. That's exactly what yeah. that would be. Oh my gosh, I've never, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's fine though. The, the crazy thing I find about it is I know a, fr- a friend of mine in college was in that pageant world. Uh huh. It's fucking brutal, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, especially in Texas. Like in Texas, it's like there's. It's religion. Oh, it's a big deal. Like yeah. it's, it's you know like football in Texas is like for high school and stuff. It's huge, but like in other states, it's not as big. And that's right. the same thing for pageants. It's kind of Tech, look all those shows on on what a, it was the AMC or TLC, TLC. It's all Texas and oh, yeah. it's all the time. I mean, they are taking this shit. Oh, totally, yeah. For for keeps. Yeah, well, and there's like two systems too. So there's like the Miss USA system, which used to be like Donald Trump system, which yeah. is what I did. And then did you meet Trump? Yeah, met him a few times. Yeah. How great is that guy? He, um, he's as predicted. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, a, he's a nice guy. He's very. He was very cordial. Um, I mean, political things aside, because totally, you know. But he was, yeah, he was very cordial. He was very accommodating, kind of thing. Yeah, nice guy, right? Yeah, because I, I, I've met him a few times, and like, I, I got to be honest with you, like, you seem like a bro, like yeah. a cool. Like, like on Father's Weekend at college, it seemed like somebody else's dad had come down and hang out, and like he was a good dude. Yeah, he was like, he, he I went to the Mar-a-Lago um, one time and ate dinner there, and then afterwards they're having like this big ball for the Miami-Dade police mm-hmm. officers. Yeah. And he, he like came up to our table and invited, I was there with Miss Florida at the time. Right. And he invited us like into the ball, and we were like, we're not properly dressed for this, but he... I was like, no, don't worry, and like brought us in and like showed us his like car collection and stuff. It was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. That's yeah, dope. you know, it's funny. We hang out with Don Jr. sometimes. Yes. He comes by and does some of our stuff just because he's a fan of my company. Yeah. Big, big black rifle cool. yeah, big, big A lot, lot of people company. don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and he's like the. You wouldn't know that he's. It, it's got to be difficult growing up as a billionaire, to be honest. Like, I, how the fuck do you connect with the rest of the world when so you true. grow up with billion dollars? No, know? totally. I mean. But, like for um, Alexander, ironically, um, was involved in. We both went to Sundance a, a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I guess James McCartney, Paul McCartney's son James, was there, and yeah. that's I, I met him there, and it's same kind of simil- s- or situation. Like I, yeah. I, I've become really good friends with James, but like, I think that 
it's kind of the same thing, you know. It's it's got to be weird growing up like that, like in that kind it's, of yeah, lifestyle. It's like, crazy, yeah. the, the child of a beetle. Come on, yeah, yeah. Well, like, it's like being a child of Ross Patterson too. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're gonna look up and be like, "Oh my God, why is your why is everybody asking to see your father's me, penis all the time?" Let me stop you right there. <laughs> let like, me asking that. Let me stop you right there. So. The explanation for that comment is that we've been drinking for several hours now. Boy. So w- what we're going to do now is collectively drink some H-Factor water. I'm down. Chug hydrogen it. infused <laughs> water. It's really good, too. I know. Here's the thing. So we chug this in between to stay, stay alive. I've never seen a human like Dan uh, chug it and drink it like he does. Um, Whoa. Wait, see, wait, why does he squeeze it exactly. like that? Exactly. So as fast as that went down, that's as easily as he kills people. Because Dan's <laughs> killed hundreds of people. The more we drink, the more he keeps saying that. So we uh, we actually met the other night. We all went together. Uh, you have you have a big art show in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell the audience where that's yeah. at and, and why you're doing it and what's it about? So yeah, it's like it's called Psychedelic Robot. Um, it's here in Dallas at the Crescent um, Court, and it's put on like by the Bivens Gallery. It's a collaborative effort of like 14 different artists from all over the world who yeah. have flown in like. People from LA, people from Russia, people including from the guy that did some of the art for uh, Exit Through the Gift Shop, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so he, yes. he he's been Mr. Involved Brainwash. Too. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Brainwash. Yep, yeah, he's involved too. Um, it's it's actually going to be a really big event. It's like basically a pop up immersive gallery where people go through and it's rather than like just hanging art on the wall. All the artists flew in and like actually did things in the space, mm-hmm. like created like an immersive experience. So it's it's going to be like really really dope and it's. Going on for right now, ten days starts on September twentieth. Yeah, and like they're calling it like the the Woodstock for millennials. Like it's it's gonna be pretty sick. I'll be honest. So we got to see a sneak peek of it. It was great. Yeah, it was amazing. And your your work was amazing. And like, thank you, thank you. When, when we went through it, like the detail and all of it. I mean. Again, you were hanging like forty-pound pieces of plexiglass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you weigh you, you weigh approximately what one hundred five maybe <laughs> tops, like, like one fifteen-ish. Yeah. 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 So this it's woman that's lifting about a third of her body weight to hang plexiglass <laughs> in the ceiling, she has bruises all over her body. Uh, right yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm why, why is that? I was no, like, man, I'm, were you attacked by like a pumas? A, no, seriously, I look like she I'm did get attacked up. by pumas like on the way here. <laughs> I heard that story, but the other part is the plexiglass. Because yeah. Sander, friend of the show, again, owner of H Factor Water, was just like, yo, you got to meet this girl. She's dope as shit. She's making some of the best art on the planet. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you're like, all right, cool, we'll come in and check it out. We ended up hanging out for like an hour. Yeah, that was, was great. Like, Holy shit, it was really you good. Fuck you, money. That's where you're <laughs> dropping it on pieces like that, for real. Where for, I was yeah, just like, for sure. We spent an hour in there, and the, I was and like, God damn, I'd buy this and this and there's this. There's a wide variety of stuff. There's like yeah. impression stuff, there's mixed media, there's all kinds yeah. of stuff going on there. So if you're yeah. an art person and you're in the Dallas, Fort Worth area, you should definitely go out and check it out. It's going to be really cool. Like, um, There's also this photographer who's like world renowned who has photographed Trump. He's yep. we just talking about. Um, and lots of other celebrities that's flying in to basically do like a live photo shoot for like the VIP area. Like they're going to do like live models, like that basically people can watch, you know, them photograph as they go. And it, it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched about it. Yeah. You know what you should do is get some uh, caricature. You should get some caricature spray brush, spray brush artists out there and you know paint people on surfboards and yeah. go-karts and stuff yeah right Dan With drinks giant a lot to heads. forget by the way <laughs> so if he's slurring right now he drinks a lot to forget to forget you know, don't we all don't we all do that uh, though? I think we all do I actually drink we to remember to. <laughs> because most of my good things happen when I'm fucked up that's and you true. can't remember it unless you get drunk again that's true it's true Dan's a man of the people and that's what I love about him well, to that's be- the least amount of Thing I am, this man of the people. I was gonna say to me, like Dan, to me looks like Irish, like super. You just look. Same. Maybe it's because you're in green. He looks like a really Game of Thrones. It's getting real racist around here right now. But no, like, it's you, not at all. White on white crime is not racist. It's one race, Dan. It's one but race. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why we drink because we're Irish, right? Um. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Ish. I, ish. Yeah. Do you want some uh, moonshine? By the way, we got some moonshine. Yeah, yeah we've been drinking moonshine. So s- since we're in we're in Texas, somebody brought us some moonshine. No way. Somebody brought us a, a raccoon's penis, by the way, and that's real. Swear to God. Shut up. Yeah. And there's another one. Uh, yeah, there's another one. Uh, mine's bigger, of course. Dan I mean, had a dip and a taste out of it. I'm gonna cheers you guys and have some moonshine here. Cheers. 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 But uh, no, we've had a blast in this city all the way around. And um, I, I didn't know, to me, like, coming into Dallas for, I think this is one of my, my second time here, 
I didn't know there was art exhibits. I didn't know there was an art community. I didn't know there was that type of vibe here. But like, we've had a, we've had rappers on the show. We've had artists on the show today. We've had people from all walks of life. How is the art scene down here? And why did you end up staying here? So it's it's actually coming around. Like so, back in the day, you know, like maybe 20 years ago, Deep Ellum was like amazing, like so lively. It was, it was like the place to go for art and and like music and stuff. And then over the 20 year span, like it kind of just fell off. But yeah, and then when the recession hit, it really fell off. And like all the businesses went out of business and now it's finally come back around and like between the Bishop Arts area and Deep Ellum, like in the arts district, everything is just all of a sudden coming alive. So it's pretty sure. cool. Like all these different artists, like musicians, artists, everything are kind of coming back into the scene and like making it happen. So it's, it's cool to like see it evolve and like come alive as it is because it's really... Like, yeah, and right again, now. when we got to see a sneak peek of it, like... It was I great, was, yeah. I was surprised at like how much cool shit from around the world was there and I was like, oh shit, I didn't think this existed in Dallas. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, Dallas is not necessarily known for art, but I, I feel like it's kind of like getting back on the map in that sense because... Um, one for me, it's it's central. You know, you can get it's just a central location, even for business and for art. Like you can go anywhere from Dallas. Because yeah, every yeah. Coast I mean, is, Ross and I travel quite a bit, and we connect yeah. through here all the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's just a great hub, in my opinion. You know, that's amazing. Yeah, you a Cowboys fan? I, I, my my dad would kill me if I wasn't. Stop. <laughs> I highly doubt that her dad's going to listen to this show, but just in case he does, your daughter's a huge Cowboys fan. She knows all the players' names. Yeah. She knows everything about the Cowboys. I've never heard anyone more knowledgeable so than the Cowboys than this woman right here. You ever dated an athlete? Uh, not exactly. No, I mean, like, I've been on a date with an athlete or so. Like, Who? You know. anybody, anybody we no, know? No, no, Did you ever go on McCartney's kid? Yeah. How was that? No, I mean, like, no, I mean, we... We're really good friends now, but yeah, I mean, but dating a celebrity's kid is weird, right? Because they don't have any, and this is this is crazy. I'm not speaking for him personally. They don't have any real discernible talent, but their parents are super famous, and then you're like, great. There has to be this one moment on dates with them where you're like, what the fuck do you do? So what I, do you do? Well, I, I hear what you say, but I, I think. James, actually, in my opinion, is actually a really good musician. My, like, honestly. And, sure. I, and I'm a big... And I'm not saying it's him, by the way. But I'm, I'm just saying oh. most celebrities' kids. Well, yeah. So I live in L.A. Okay, so well, that makes sense. I lived yeah, yeah. in L.A. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that some of them probably... They, it's, it's like they're given a platform a lot easier than... Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's just the way it works. But it's like they have the opportunity to potentially... You know, show their work sure. a lot easier than most people would. But um, but some of them are also really talented too. Yeah. You know? Look, I always bitch at my wife. I'm like, dude, why can't your parents have been famous? Like, it would have made our <laughs> lives a lot goddamn easier. Instead, yeah, really. I mean, I've got to bring home the exactly. bacon for everybody. Like she's bullshit. All all she's really done in this relationship is bear your two children. Yeah. But and, that was and, mostly and, you. And be hot. That was it mostly was, you. It was mostly me. Like, listen, I'm not even kidding. So his wife had a baby, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Two days later, Ross and I were in the studio. Yeah. She was at home breastfeeding no the kid. Oh, like yeah. His, yeah. Wait, was this baby one or baby two? Baby two. two. No, yeah. number two. Well, yeah. that's Baby why. two is different. Like, yeah, yeah. baby one, you're like, oh my God, this is precious cargo. You're going to break and right. kill a child. And then baby two, you're just like, hey. Can you be a year and already be walking so we can do some cool shit together? Because yeah. otherwise, they're just attached to a tit, and then you're rolling around. You're no like, shit, yeah, though. Yeah. Jabe's is fucking amazing. The best. So the she, best. She, she had a baby, and then a couple days later, we were doing our fantasy draft. And she's, like, breastfeeding the kid and drafting and no the fantasy football draft. Yeah. 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 While we were live on air. It's amazing. In all sincerity, my wife is the best, and I'm super lucky. Uh, one. But two... I'm here, and there's a fucking hurricane going on in Wilmington, North Carolina. That's true. And I got the cabin up in the mountains. She's living her best life, and it's fine. Um, but she allowed me to go and do all this shit, and I'm like, not a lot of wives would do that. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, so I'm amped about it. Yeah, see, so you have the jackpot then. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like oh, it. Yeah. How are you not married is what I don't understand. I proposed I, to her before the show. She told me to go did. fuck myself. I so I don't did. know what the problem is. Two nights ago, when we were at, the other, when we were at your exhibit, when we saw the uh -huh. sneak peek, 
Dan was like, God damn, that's a girl I would marry. Dan's always <laughs> I, I, never I swear to God, I said that. That's serious. Dead serious. He was that's like, true. she's smart, she's creative, she's funny. And I was like, And before the show, we were go. talking about Sam Harris, who was literally my favorite author oh, ever. Oh, Sam Harris is yes. the best. Oh my gosh, I love Sam Harris. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. how are you not married is what I understand. So, um, because, because I run a construction company and I... You're busy. I'm super busy. I don't yeah. have time for that shit. Like. <laughs> so, since we are talking about that, because we chatted about this briefly the other night for the audience... You're a fucking boss-ass bitch. You have your own company. You're creative. You, you paint. You do all this other shit. Is that intimidating for guys? Because we've had some other girls on the show who said the same thing. Christmas um, Abbott came yeah. on and said the same thing. I, I mean, maybe. But at the same token, it's like I, I've never... I've never been the type to like... I'm not out looking for, like, you know, anybody to date. I've never I've never been that type. It's you just, don't have to either. Let's be real. Well, but, it, but it's like... So anybody who... Who I have dated, you know, they're they're their own stuff going. They're also successful, you know. It's like, and I think yeah. that that's what I need in this situation because it's a good balance of just like lifestyles, you know. Like, yeah. Like, there's no no one's dependent on each other. In that well, sense. I'm looking to be a house husband, so <laughs> yeah. You and I need to talk after this. Dan's looking Late. to settle down and just raise raise one child <laughs> alone. Like lately, putting this exhibit together for Psychedelic Robot, though, I've been so busy that I I really I've like needed a house husband because I just can't. That's what it is. I, do yeah. you know how good I can cook? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not amazing. And he's killed hundreds of people. <laughs> <laughs> You'd always be safe. You'd always be safe with Dan. You would what be is safe. it, 400, 400? It's hard to keep is count, it, yeah. <laughs> but I always tell this story, this one story. So I, I this my entertainment lawyer in L.A. was was ridiculously hot. And I always asked her, but she was a power boss-ass bitch. Same thing. And I was always like, she went in these shitty relationships over and over and over again. And I was just like, I, why? Why do you compete? She was like, I need a house husband, essentially. Because I'm, I'm focused on my career, but I also want somebody who's going to be there for me and not working all the time as yeah. well and that's genuinely what she was looking for and that was the big sticking point Dan's willing to be that person for you <laughs> Dan's willing to, to put on my he put his life on the line for the country now he's, he's willing to put his life on the line for Miss Dallas <laughs> I can tell you that right now that's hilarious <laughs> I'm like what, what? seriously when the when I first saw Dan, I was like, he looks like, what's his, what's his, the guy's name from Game of Thrones? Tor, Torvald or something? Yeah, yeah like from Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. Tor something or other, like, yeah. If your beard was more red, you were, you were that guy, like the super tall. I am, yeah. Like, yeah, that's you. Definitely. In real guy. life, so you know how Hollywood works. In real life, I'd beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, he would. Like, like that that's guy, real. Th that guy grew up trying to pretend to be other people. I'm the guy that he was pretending to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. how that works. That's right? how that works. That's how that works. <laughs> So what are your goals for the future? What do you hope happens with the art exhibit? Like, in your ideal situation, do you hope that this exhibit, ex ex like, explodes you and, like, you become one of the biggest United States artists on the planet? Because I feel like we don't have enough great artists in the United States who are big worldwide. Mm -hmm. Well, so honestly, like, well, one, I feel like there's a lot of other artists in the same exhibit who are much more experienced than me, too. And so it's kind they of... They are, it's but your shit was dope. A, it's almost... Thank you. But people thank don't you. know who artists... Like, if you ask the average person who Andy Warhol is, they'll know. Right. Or Federico Fellini. Yeah. As a, as a, jur a journalist, sure. photographer, slash, you know, video content maker. But people yeah. these days... They know actors and directors, but they don't know artists right. at all. Well, yeah. so, so like everybody knows like Banksy, you know, like you know, Banksy, yeah, like those yeah. kinds of things. Like, yeah, everybody knows that. For me, I'm like, I'm I'm much more. I live in the moment. Like, I don't necessarily have this goal to like become some extremely like famous artist. However, I just want to keep creating and like doing, and then we'll see like where it goes. You know what I mean? Right. But um, I, I don't know. Like overall. I, I do see this particular exhibit just because it's get, because of the the feedback we're getting already from like media from just influencers that are uh, taking like a sneak peek of it like it's it's gonna be pretty big to where I could see it going to other cities like I could see it like being a thing that we do in other cities too, right you know but I mean time will tell we'll we'll see it we're already I think looking to extend it from the time frame that it's yeah, it's yeah. going on like we're looking to extend it into Potentially a month or so, but but I mean that's just speculation. I can't. Yeah, say the, con that for sure. the concept for sure. is super interesting. Everything in, everything in marketing now is about personalities, right? Right. It's yeah. just how it is. So, the idea of running uh, 
uh, pop-up art shops where the mm -hmm. personalities are featured instead of some production company or whatever the fuck else is uh, that's how it's done these days that's why organizations like NASCAR are failing yeah. because they're talking about sponsors yep. and sponsorships and mm -hmm. not about the personalities yeah. I want to see a guy walk out in the middle of the track and throw his helmet at somebody else's windshield like Tony Stewart used to <laughs> do same. Like, and, I don't and give like, a fuck about NASCAR right same. now and, I really in the don't art care. world for real like mm -hmm. even the fact that you were Miss Dallas and Miss Virginia like even hearing that and then just coming and see your shit it completely changes your perception of it where you're just like oh, not fuck. just not just of art yeah. but of the pageant community in exactly. general exactly right? both like, sides Yo, yeah. there's that like there's actually super talented people yeah. in that and i think even bringing that aspect over to the art world mm -hmm. cuz let's face it the art world needs a little help same as nascar where yeah. you need a personality you need somebody big you need somebody you're able to post and not like you know west bentley's character from american beauty where it's just like <laughs> oh this is my bag oh, in the it's wind the most like, beautiful yeah. thing i've ever seen exactly <laughs> You can't have that as your spokesman and expect people to come into the art community and say, "Great, that's that's my next fucking hero right there. I'm gonna buy all his shit." It's true though. I mean, like, and that's what the great thing also about like social media now. You know, it's yeah. like it's a different platform to be able to get art out there. You know, like it's it's a way to just showcase things that people would never know about or see. And I think that's kind of the point of what we're doing because because it's an immersive gallery, quote unquote, like. It's something that you know people can experience online as well because people we've created like photo opportunities you know like sure like great you know like I've got these huge eight foot by four foot glowing pieces of plexiglass of you know models that I've like photographed so that's something that's a good photo opportunity for people to be in front of you know it's just it's a great way to just display new ideas and concepts yeah yeah that's amazing well I tell you what. Where can everybody find you online and find your work, most importantly? Oh, yeah. I, I guess I haven't even mentioned. So, yeah, my name is Shannon McAnally, but I go by the art monikers. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Because I was waiting for it. What's your art moniker? It's, thanks, Zoe. So, Zoe's like my, like... Alter ego. Alter ego. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Z-O-E-Y. Z-H-A-N-X-Z-O-E. Like oh, my God. What the fuck? Thanks. That's okay. going to be hard to find I'm on social sorry. media. Give us just a second. Spell the whole thing slowly. Yeah. <laughs> at T-H-A-N-X-Z-O-E. <laughs> so, thanks, Zoe. Okay, there we go, guys. Thanks, that's Zoe. great. Yeah. All right. And, yeah. that, and that's all social media? Yeah. Instagram, so, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff? Yep. Yep. All the above. Yep. Thanks, Zoe. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Well, hey, thanks for being on the show. I would highly recommend, if you get out of the relationship you're in, really considering Dan. <laughs> Dan. Um, Dan's a great guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a broken lawyer. I'm kidding. He's not broken. I'm fine. No. He's the best. Dan's actually the best guy on the planet. <laughs> Y'all are awesome. And again, if you want to feel safe around somebody, <laughs> he's killed hundreds of people. I mean, yeah. I, it is kind of nice. Like, there's like big burly, like. That's great, yeah. isn't Irishman, yeah. You'd be surprised. Every and no lie, every city we go in, like, because let's face it, I'm really attractive, like, amazingly handsome man. But every girl goes for Dan, where it's just like Dan. Dan treats them like shit, and then literally, that's well, not, actually not true at all. I'm the nicest guy. You, ever. you are the nicest guy. You'll be like, hey, if, if somebody's doing something dumb, you'll be like, I think you, you literally said, stop it, dummy. When yeah, we were in New York called, with somebody. It's called radical transparency. It's one of Ray Dalio's principles. <laughs> I live by it. If you're doing something stupid, I, if I'm doing something stupid, I want to know about it. Tell me. This <laughs> <laughs> is how it is, right? I think it's this, like nonchalant, like, like badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's exudes, something about Dan. I know. Yeah. I can't figure it out. Again, in New York City, it was a no lie. We went to a dinner for like a big podcast thing, and like yes. all the top people in the world. Thirty women were circled around Dan, and I'm with my uh, one of my buddies, Josh Harkis, and uh, we're sitting there. We're like, "Yo, is thirty people around Dan? Like right now? Like <laughs> just worshiping him? Like I, it, we were invisible at that? It was crazy. It was crazy." Uh, Shannon, thank Blushing. you for being on the show. <laughs> of course, thank we you. We greatly thank appreciate you. it. You're super talented, and uh, we wish you nothing but success in the future. Thank you so much. You guys yeah, are thanks awesome. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll let you get back to it. I know you got a 15-hour day ahead of you. I, I do, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go get to work. Finish thank it up. Thank you for being here. Thanks appreciate so much. it. Thank you. Rafton Growler. Rafton Growler. Great place. Man, we've met some amazing people. You might be one of my new faves. Why we, is that? We met you during the break. You seem like that lady who's who's done it all, seen it all, and just gives zero fucks whatsoever. No, I really don't. There's no point. I know. 
Actually, nobody gives a shit anyway, so no. it doesn't really matter. No. Yeah. Uh, and, and you have these amazing chocolates. Yeah, I do. What, I make what's the name of your shop? Uh, it's Dude Sweet Chocolate. Dan, there we go. So only dark chocolate. Suppo- supposedly this one tastes like Fruit Loops, right? Well, like, it depends on who you are. It can either taste like Fruit Loops or Earl Grey tea. Yeah, it's funny. Only dark Fruit chocolate. Loops. That sounds like the Kardashian theme. It's all they do. They only go dark chocolate. It, can't, it, never, it never stops. Uh-uh. Right when you think they're going to switch. Nope. Nope. Back to dark chocolate every single Back time. Back to dark chocolate. Yeah, but they're also starting to look like that, too. I know. Yeah, it's kind of scary. How did you get I into like this? How did you get into chocolate? Why you chocolate? Like it? The chocolate. Great. Okay, yeah. great. Fantastic. Awesome. There's also some bacon there for you, too. Oh, my God. Because why not? Yeah. Why yeah, not? We, we have a long day today. I'm yeah. taking this back to the hotel. So after we get back, because last night we were starving after the game. We were on the field. We wanted some food. So like we waited till like midnight last night. Yeah, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. And yeah. ate, like, it's going to be a nice little treat later on. struggle's real. It oh. is. Yeah, <laughs> we, ate, we ate a lot of wings last night. It is. That struggle is definitely real. <laughs> definitely real. <laughs> How'd you get into chocolate? I was a pastry chef. Oh, sorry. I was, sorry. A, I was a pastry chef for about 30 years. Really? Where at? Uh, all over. So I worked in Chicago, New Orleans, New York, uh, London, did some work in Italy, and then came back to Dallas okay. and did a project for Merrill Lynch. No Oddly. shit. Yeah, no shit. My, uh, there's a local bar uh, about a mile from here called Lee Harvey's. It's in Stop. In there's Dallas, there's, yeah. a, there's a Lee Harvey yes. Oswald Ball? So, yeah, so there's an area called the Cedars. It's kind of that way. Nobody can see me pointing, but it's that way. Right. And it's where Jack Ruby owned a bunch of property. Of course. Okay. Right? Of yeah. course. So he had, like, that's where his burlesque theater was. Hmm. I live in a building that was one at an old Jack Ruby whorehouse. Really? Yeah, no shit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and everybody says that there's ghosts in my building. I have- Yeah, let's, let's get into that. Because <laughs> I'm super fascinated by this. I just watched... Uh, 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 you ever watch Dark Tourist on uh, Oh my god, it's on bananas. Netflix? Nuts. 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 Uh, Did you see the one where they were like faking being like attacked? Like, uh, the torture. Like, the torture. Uh, the torture was crazy. What the but fuck was that? They did a whole thing on Dallas where you can take tours. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see that. I just couldn't watch it. You can watch, you can take tours no. and, and with Jackie O. Somebody will dress up as Jackie O and they'll take you to where Kennedy got assassinated. That's in the car. Why? I just don't understand that. Why? I don't either. I don't get it. Okay, so imagine, if you will, that they are dry. Okay, so you, everybody's seen where it happened, right? Right. Okay, so all the cities have those really fucking stupid scooters everywhere. Yes. Okay, they're terrible. So nobody so nobody pays attention when they're riding these things. Right. They're like yeah. shooting out. So you imagine. They're asshole tourists. They're asshole yeah. tourists. Yeah. Well, they're asshole locals as well. I mean, it's just getting, no getting around it. So imagine, if you will, you're in downtown Dallas. Right, you're doing this tour, uh-huh. like you know, somebody's dressed up as Jackie O, and then some schmuck rides by on a scooter, right? right. Yeah. You know, yeah. like through your video and stuff like that. So yeah, no, stupid stuff. But I don't understand going to see where he shot. I don't get it. Did you take the tour at all? No. Why would I take the Here's tour? Here's a problem. You know, back in the day when they used to have the tour of the book repository, yeah, they blocked off the window. Yeah, totally. What the fuck? Because yeah. they didn't want people to see. It's It was 83 yards, that shot. I could throw a rock and hit somebody from 83 yards. So the idea that someone couldn't shoot someone... <laughs> Twice in that range? Yeah, Dan, and, and, and by the way, I'm being completely... Like a slingshot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being completely serious now. Walk the audience through of, of why that was such an easy shot, and then why people have a hard time accepting that he did that. I honestly have no idea. So when you're in the military, when you qualify with your rifle, you shoot at 50, and then the next one I think is 100, and then 150-meter pop-up targets. But it's like, if you miss the 50 or 150, you're an asshole. Were you in the right. military? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Dan, look, Dan's killed <laughs> hundreds of people. I don't know. That's if you absolutely know this. not true. So if there's an apocalypse, <laughs> I'm finding you. Um, well, or avoiding me, <laughs> depending on what side of the line you fall on. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're 83 yards away, come on, man. Like seriously, <laughs> Evan Hafer. with the guns back then? Were they? Oh yeah. 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 Fine. He. he yes, absolutely. So our our the CEO of my company, Black Rifle Coffee, Evan Haver. At 83 yards with a handgun could take two people out in that amount of time. Not oh, a wow. rifle. Yeah. See, I don't get it. 
I mean, like, okay, so, and that's another thing. So, yeah. so you're having all of this. What's the name of the tourist? I, 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 dark tourism. Okay, dark tourism. So when I think of dark tourism dark tourists, and shit yeah. like that, yeah. I don't really think of Dallas, Texas. Well, you so, know what I mean. So it's here's like, the thing. So really? with that, that was one element of it. Because uh, because of where JFK got shot, right? They also went to a uh, Dahmer convention. Uh, <laughs> so like, that was part of the dark, right? Tour. The torture episode. I which saw you the torture. Saw. Yeah. Uh, the nuclear blasts where people through my. Oh, island. I saw that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. Yep. yep. And they were like reading. They were doing the reading. Yeah, 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 the read. Yeah. The, um, okay, that was kind of crazy. But like on, on a smaller scale, we had a uh, one of one of the listeners today bring us, and, and this is real, by the way. I don't know if you know this. These are raccoon dicks. Dead serious. So these are these are actual real raccoon dicks, and these were in the back of this guy's car, and he brought them to the show. And was just like, "Hey, I have a really special gift for you. It's this raccoon dick." Uh, dead serious. Serial so like, killer called these trophies. Yeah, exactly. By the way, but he had these in the back of his car. Yeah, you're welcome. Pick it up. Pick it up. How it's, crazy is that? Well, I mean, for visual, we could put it over next to your. Big cock that I, you have over there, that's right? What I mean, that's yeah. what a real yeah. dick looks like, by the way. Yeah, that's for those not, watching not a video. Not very many. No, well, not at all. That's their no. problem, not, not mine. Not at all. <laughs> you like you look like you've lived a, a crazy, crazy life. I've been lucky. What what, yeah, what, have, you, what have you gotten into? Okay, so I think the, I've got a really good story about yeah. how shit can go wrong. Okay. Oh boy. Okay, so imagine if you will. So I I get sent to Peru for chocolate, uh-huh. right? So I'm a guest of the Peruvian government. Which per- Peru has great chocolate. Peru, anywhere south of the equator has great chocolate. Yes. So we're there. There's a bunch of people teaching things, teaching classes. We could fly to Lima, and then we take a bus about 14 hours up, right? We do all our shit up there. Then we come back down, and I'm in Lima. I have a layover of about five hours, okay? So I check my bags into the airport, and here's... Okay, so it's a long story. I'll try to make it shorter. Um, So I'm in the taxi heading back to the airport. Okay, so I've traveled all over the world by myself. Right. um, And I'm not... and And I did such an amateur move. I'm in the back of the cab, I've got the windows down, and it's stop and go traffic through the slums. Stupid move. I mean, it's, it's really dumb. So a guy reaches through to grab my, I've got like a chrome like messenger bag. Yeah. He reaches through to get my bag, and I put my feet on the door, right? And I'm pulling back on my bag. And then the next thing you know, another guy jumps through and they get my bag. Okay, so inside my bag is my laptop, my cell phone, my travel thing that has all my cash, all my credit cards. Everything. Your whole life. My whole life. Anything that says who the hell I am. Sure. And here's where it gets dumb. I jump out of the cab and chase after them. Right? Wow. So, So now I'm in the slums of Peru, right? And I'm running, and I speak Spanish, but it's there's still a little bit different. So Un I'm running. Alto. <laughs> so I'm running, and then all of a sudden I have like a mental breakdown. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm fucked. I'm so fucked. So I look around, and I just have a moment, and then the next thing I know, this little grandmother walks up to me, and says, my grandson can take you to the police station. And I'm like, well, I'm either going to die here mm-hmm. or I'm going to die in the car. So I get in the car. And, and how he, old are you at this point? I'm like, shit, I'm 49. Shit, really? Yeah. Fuck. I'm old, man. Um, you don't look it at all, by the way. Uh, how, how old are you now? I'm 54. Yeah, you don't, you don't look. No, ah, no, yeah, nobody yeah, ever yeah, gets yeah. my age. No. no. No, so I have really seen a lot. So, um, it's cycling and yoga. That's all it is. Um, and chocolate. <laughs> For me, it's... Uh, Acid. Acid? Yeah. Keeps me young. Dan's yeah. a lot well, of acid. Well, actually, and acid doesn't necessarily keep you young, but you no, sure should know. think you're young. I don't know <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> so, I have no so idea. Then, so then I go to the police station, Yep. right? And it's like a cartoon police station. Right, yeah. So it's like this brick station, the brick walls. It has like the old sort of cartoon like bars mm-hmm. next to room, and a guy keeps pulling his dick out. Right. Ah. This, all this stuff is going on. That sounds the, like my office, actually. Yeah. The next thing you know, they put me in the back of a truck. Right. The guy is here next to me with a submachine gun. Two driver and passenger submachine gun. 
two cops on bike. We're going to a house to raid a house they're supposedly stealing from tourists. They take me in the car to identify. What? There's oh, yeah. It gets better. You can't, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can't sue the cops in Mexico. No, you can't. This is, yeah. So it's then, not LAPD. Right. No. So then, it wasn't then. So the next thing, a cop comes in. He's got my bag. He says, is this your bag? Yes. I still smoke cigarettes at the time. I'm out front, like, chain smoking. A guy walks up and says, were you, you were the woman that was robbed on Marina Drive. Did you lose a red wallet? And I said, well, it's my travel wallet. I said, yes. He said, come with me. I know where it is. No. No. The cop comes with him, walks back, my taxi driver, and a witness. When I'm fighting with my bag, my travel wallet fell out of my bag and landed in the floorboard. Mm. And it's wow. all my cash, all my shit. And I was able to identify the guys out of a lineup, and I had a police escort to the airport. You're kidding. Nope. And they all don't look alike down there. No, they don't totally look alike. Totally kidding. No. Super racist we, comment. We totally look alike. Yes, we do, right? Totally. White people do. White I don't people understand do. why people have a problem with that. We do. There's we a really alike. good joke in 30 Rock about that. What yeah. is it? The show 30 Rock. I love that well, joke. Well, I mean, so Jack Donaghy, Alec Baldwin's character. Right. Is, uh, he's head of the microwave division, but it's run, all the technicians are Indian guys. Okay. And <laughs> different guys, white dudes, keep walking into the office. And one right. of them is him. One of them's a sandwich guy. And it's just all him. <laughs> They're like, are we racist or do these all look alike? <laughs> <laughs> well, you say like Indian dot or Indian feather? I mean, uh, yep. Dot, yes. Dot, yeah. yep. You're all tatted up here. What do you got here? What do you got here? What yes. does that say? Wonderlust. Wonderlust. Like the movie? No. No, like she likes to travel, asshole. Yes. Okay. Learn you, what you words swing? mean, please. <laughs> you don't swing at all? No. Really? No. You, you kind of look, you have, no. the vi you have a swinger's vibe, though. You know that, right? See, I think that's all in your head. It's not. Whenever somebody's too hip, like at, at, at your age, I'm like, oh man, they've got to be either super into weed or swingers. No, really? Yeah, or both. You're just cool. Where do you live? You're too like, cool. where, where do you live? Like it's Kansas? Not that. No, it's not that. But I, I judge it on people's parents and things like that. Like, mm -hmm. you're way cool. Like, you don't seem like you're anybody's parents at all. Well, you have to think that just before I got here, I was over a fryer doing churros and ice cream at my store. So I've got like still like batter on me, and I'm yeah. like, you know. Are you married? Or you don't have a ring on. No, I have a boyfriend, but I'm not married. Okay. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. Have you ever been married? No. No. When did you get tatted up like this? Probably not till I was in my mid forties. Really? Mm -hmm. I'm always curious as to why. Exactly, that one actually, I won in a raffle in New Orleans. Okay. So that was my first one. Gotcha. And I, and I picked such a stupid design. So my wife my wife has always said, because I've got tattoos, she's always like, I, I want to be... I thought you were gay. Oh, no. I, I know. Big weird, time. Because right? <laughs> I'm so pretty. I'm you so are pretty. Very Everybody pretty. thinks I'm gay. Yeah. I get I it. I just want to point out that she's got a turnip on this side. It's a beat. It's a turnip. A beet is red. That's fucking orange. That's purple. Okay, it's a turnip for you. It's a turnip. Turnip. It's a pretty one, though. It's Yeah, okay, it's fine. Okay, so that one actually... I'm not being critical. I'm just saying. Okay, so that one right there actually... It's a when root vegetable or something. They sort. were doing an article on chefs with tattoos in yep. Dallas, right? And so I said... And I wanted to get this one. And I said I wouldn't be photographed or do the article unless the guy that does my tattoos was a part of it because it doesn't really have anything to do with me i mean it does but it doesn't right he's the one that does it i basically show up on are time most of your tattoos from one guy the good ones are so tell me who the guy is his name is josh robinson does he have instagram yes so tell our audience oh my god I have, to I have to his name is josh robinson look it up okay you know so what you remind me of is like a sweet ass francis mcdormand like who I hope Francis McDormand is okay, in real life. Okay, so his name is Josh Robinson. Let's see now. Uh, let's see. Dan and Ross, look at the internet. Dan and Ross, Josh. this is a new segment we call Dan, Dan and Ross and look at Ross. the internet. I'm sure they can find him on Instagram. <laughs> You're Josh. typing with one finger. I'm sure they can find him. Well, did you notice the size of my phone? I've got a Mr. Fancy tiny. Pants. Yeah, you're you're out. You're that's an so iPhone one for the for the audience. No, it's, it's MR it's Fancy it really? Pants. MR Fancy Pants. MR Fancy Pants. And he's in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah, but yeah. see, like, but my phone is metal. Ah, I, I get can't it. do the other ones. They're too big. Dan I, is metal. 
<laughs> I, I, don't know I that. cycle. You can't like put one of those giant phones in the back What's of your bag. What's an iPhone? No, I understand. Five? It. No, SE. It's just like a six. Old a, school, yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, let me ask you this: what, what was it like growing up in Jack Ruby's whorehouse? What? I didn't grow up there. You didn't? I, I did not. Oh, you live I, there now. I live there now. Yes, I've lived there for eleven years. Is it really haunted, like they say? I don't think so. But you know what's really weird is, or kind of wackadoodle, in the hallways are these little. It looks like there were windows covered up, right? Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine's dad got laid as a teenager in that room. Really? In that building, and that's where they would look at the hookers. To see what they look like, they would have to look in the window, and you could see all on the wood floors where it was like broken up. I can't stop staring at this raccoon dick. That's it's crazy, fun. right? It's I'm right sorry. In front of you. I'm sorry. It's, it's like it's. I just. I mean, I keep looking at it in it's front of. It's fascinating. In, right? in front of the Zima. I know. Well, you're welcome. Welcome to my I'm world. I'm very. Uh, so I'm pro raccoon dick. I'm pro Zima. I'm pro prostitute. <laughs> You are, mu- you are like all over the place. No, He's pro all of it. I'm, I'm pro everything. What are, what are you against? Um, hurting other people. Right? Stop, Dan. You've killed Hunt. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you're hurting other people, I'm going to come find you. That's true. But okay. if you're Dan's being the guy a good person, then people. do what you want to do. He's like a real life equalizer. Yes. Yeah, I had to tell I had to tell somebody to I didn't tell him to fuck off in my store, but I wanted to. I just called him out, and said he was being mean. That's all he said. If he, if a guy's trying to be like tough and stuff like that, and he's being rude to a guy that's mm-hmm. giving him chocolate to taste, yeah, you're kind of an no, asshole. No one that's actually tough has to pretend to be tough. Right? Exactly. And that's exactly. a very good way to look at it. This is how life is. That's very like, tough. People just are tough. Yeah. No, True. Exactly. Right. How, how long have you had your store, and why'd you get into it? It was kind of serendipitous. I just was doing a project for um, for Merrill Lynch for Christmas presents. They commissioned me, and I was like, "This is kind of fun. Why don't I give it a whirl?" So I just started making up some chocolate. I came up with the name. I sold them at farmers markets, and then just went from there. We opened up a store a year later. We're celebrating ten years this coming Christmas. Holy what, shit! What's the name? What's the name of your company again? Dude, sweet chocolate. D u e d u d e s w e e t. Yeah. We have some over there, like we have, that. We have some over here, right here. Bro. Yeah. Boom. Dude, comma, sweet chocolate. That one's made with Whistle Pig whiskey. Ah, oh, look like at that. that. Look That's at that. Good. White I like chocolate. Whistle Pig. Were you just a diehard fan growing up? Who doesn't like chocolate? She's a, all women like chocolate. I, dude, my wife Actually, likes chocolate. Actually, you know what? We have itself. some that come in that don't. Women? Yeah. yeah. That's creepy to me. You know, and the thing is, what's really weird is people, uh, the association, you know, like the ones that say they only like milk or white, which yeah, is yeah, just yeah. bullshit. I mean, that's just White chocolate sugar. is not real chocolate. No, no. lie. That's it's confectionery just, sugar bullshit. But I love it's it. with fat. Is it, is it weird that's my favorite? Really? It is. Yeah, because you like you're a fucking basic yes. bitch. That's yes, why. Yes, I do. You're right. I like Zima. Like, I, I, like, I like sugary things. However, I don't eat it that often. So oh, so the Zima really is you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, real. yeah. It's real life. It's Zima real life. with a fucking Jolly Rancher is Ross that's, Patterson. That is real life. 100% across <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, I'm Ron Swanson. Are you familiar with that guy? Yes. yes. That's me. Dan real is a living Ron Swanson. Do you know, we Swanson. actually had Ron Swanson. I cycle with a group called Meat Fight. Yeah. And we raise money for MS. We actually had him. What's his name? What's the guy's name? Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. He real was life, one yeah. of our uh, judges one year. That's great. Yes. That's amazing. I, I eat a lot of protein. Well, wow. you're in the land of it. Man, you should come to Meat Fight. It's baller. Dan meat Fight sounds six, like oh, yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. hard just Dan thinking about Meat Fight right day. now. What is Meat Fight? Meat Fight is an organization that raises money for MS. Okay. But we actually today our good buddy uh, Jack Osborne does a lot for oh, MS yeah. too. Yeah. 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 So we've actually put a, to date over 160 people on bikes, like physically oh, that's awesome. per- yeah. p- purchase the bikes, the kit, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And it's just feeding people meat and booze. So all I've got to do is come get drunk and eat meat and give you money and yeah, and you're good to go. I'm, yeah, that's I'm yeah, down. that's it. I'm good. Right? Sold. So so let me ask you this: What's okay. the hope with 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 the chocolate? Like Shark Tank eventually, like expand worldwide. What would you? What was your dream scenario for? Dude, it? sweet needs to get folded into maybe another company. You know, we're small. We're we sure. have no lines of credits. We have no investors. We play a walnut and shell game every day and we've done it for ten years, which is pretty fucking amazing when you think about it. Um we need to be with somebody else to be bigger. You know, right. I don't necessarily think I want to have a bunch of retail stores. It's not really where the money's at. I'd like to have maybe ten tasting rooms across this country and then just feed people. Yeah, That's it, man. Your, your chocolate's delicious. And it's one of those things where, like, if you have it and this was able 
to get out to a worldwide audience, you'd be massive. Correct. If I, the deal is with us because we're so small, we don't have a lot of penetration. What was that last word? I'm very I good know. at penetration. There you go. I That's know. And then, but you know what's so funny is that I looked over at the giant cock on the table, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and then I said it, and then in my mind I turned into Beavis and Butthead. But um, there it is. Mike Judge is a hero. He's uh, an American yeah. hero. Yeah, yes. he is. He is. You know. Um, but if I give people chocolate, they buy it. It's it's hands down. It's I don't. It, that's the gig. I got it. Yeah, Chocolate so. is probably the easiest thing other than crack cocaine to sell. Ah, uh, it is. Right? It is. Correct. Yeah. Correct, I would imagine. People love chocolate, and your chocolate is very good. It Man, is. Man, I want you guys, okay, open that up, because I, I do want you to open that up. The bacon? All right, so this is, is I know. Is that chocolate-covered bacon? Yes, it's candy bacon. I was going to save it for after, but no, open, open it, it up. Uh, no, open it up. I want to have it now. Dan yeah. rarely eats sweets, so watching him do this so, is going to be amazing. So what's funny about this, too, is that my guy actually has been doing it, and he makes it better than me. And then all the bacon fat that gets poured off right from it, we do a caramel, and I fill these little chocolate skull heads oh with the caramel. God. This is the greatest thing I've ever tasted it's in my really life. Good, I'm going to eat it? some of this bacon now. Right? Why not? My if wife is going to be so bitchy. She's not here. If it's you don't hear from me had. again, it's because I quit everything to eat this bacon exclusively. Wow. So. It's really good. Holy shit, this no is good. No shit, right? Are you the first person to do this? No, lots of people do it. I just think we do it better than a lot of people. Man. Because we use really good bacon. And the thing is, is wow, that that's when really you, good. Amazing. You know, and if you if it's not cooked out, you know, like a lot of them is kind of really chewy. This is nice and crunchy. I tasted right. the bacon before I got to the bacon. Same, yeah. So there's bacon fat in the chocolate, right? Yeah. It just When you roll it, mm-hmm. it, it ends up getting in there. It's good, isn't it? Amazing. Right? So good. Right? So good. So this so is like still life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly. Uh, whatever that breakfast shop is there, because we've been going hard all day. It's called Smoke. Smoke. Oh, smoke I love was that the place. jam. Very smoke good. Was the jam. Oh they, my god, they won a bunch toasted. of James Beard awards. So yeah, Tim really is really brilliant. The That's right here. Yeah. He's and he's a nice guy. Nice guy. Nice yes. guy. So here on on uh, Dan and Dan will tell you this. On Ross Patterson Revolution, we have a revolutionary figure of the day. Okay. Who was who was your revolutionary figure that? Either somebody coming up, somebody that inspired you, or that we were just like, yo, when I had this, it changed my whole fucking way of thinking. Oh, shit. So when I had this, that could be any sort of thing that I've purchased or consumed. Absolutely. That, that is revolutionary to you that you were just like, when you had it, it changed your life and changed the game for you. Ah, fuck, man. Your inspiration. A- your muse. Like, dance was Chris Kyle, because he's, again, killed That's, so many people. It wasn't him. <laughs> You know, Carlos Hathcock, maybe. I gotta say, I think I think Jacques Pepin is 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 a big one for me. I mean, he's a, and tell he, our audience who that is. Yeah, exactly. Jacques, Jacques Pepin is is a very classically. He's a classic French chef. Okay. But you know, he's in his late seventies. You know, and the thing is, is that when you still meet him, he's still so full of life, joy. He paints. He does other things. I think, I mean, there's lots of chefs that I think are really brilliant. I think Anthony Bourdain was monumentally inspirational for yeah, me. That was a big loss, yeah. yeah and, but and I think it's the ones that have a lust for not just food. But culture and but life culture. in So general, Bourdain yeah. was very, very important, and Pepin yeah. is very, very important. Because they loved life, and they loved culture, and they loved the places that it came from. Yeah. And I think that is really good. I think chefs, a lot of chefs miss the boat when they don't have anything outside of the kitchen because they lose the life that's attached to it. And that's where you miss your, your life is off kilter. And those, those two are very, very important for me. So I think it's two. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so so let me ask you this, uh, cause my Jesse, my wife is, is the ultimate diehard Anthony Bourdain fan. Yeah. How did yeah. you feel when you heard the, about the death of, of Bourdain and that oh. he hung himself? I, I have a theory on it that I'd love to present to you. I keep eating y'all's bacon that uh, I gave help you. Yourself. Oh, no. Um, I, I have a theory that I'd love to present to you, okay? Okay. Present it. He hung himself in the middle of the night. It was about 3 or 4 a.m. in Alsace, France, which right? is one of the most beautiful places on the planet, has the best food on the planet. He had filmed a show earlier in the morning. His girlfriend, Asia Argento, who was a big proponent of the Me Too movement. Bat shit. Yes. Bat shit. And, and, and not only that, but in the last six weeks, like right before he killed himself, they were doing that New York New Yorker piece about her getting caught for paying somebody off for Me right. Too. And it was through him and his lawyer. 
Do you think, and this is just my, my opinion, because that's what I think, do you think that the story got back to him, they asked him for thoughts and said, hey, we know it was you, we know it was your lawyer who paid this kid off, and it's your girlfriend who is leading this Me Too movement. What's your theory on it then? I just think he, I mean, when you read, when you, I just think it was too much. I mean, the guy never stopped. I think it just was too fucking much. I don't think, I think he's been through way worse things than that in his life. I mean, he's, he's, he battled, I mean, he's, he, he did heroin and he stopped doing heroin. You know, he did all these things. I don't think, I don't think that, I think it was too much. The very first thing I thought of was, oh dear God, let Eric Repair not be the person that found him. It was. I know, and that was like it was Eric, him. And Eric Repair is a Buddhist. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's I mean, rough for him, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's. A, I mean, it's the thing is, is that why, why is that rough for a Buddhist for the audience? Tell, I mean, it's just a Buddhist. It's just it's a it's a taking of life. I mean, they're everything they about them. So, is, so is if about you, life. If you think about the most extreme radical Christian, they may kill an ab- abortion doctor. If you think about the most extreme radical Muslim, they may suicide bomb somebody. If you think about the most extreme radical. Buddhist, they're probably Jainist, and they wear cheesecloth over the mouth to make sure they don't accidentally swallow a bug. That's how deep it goes with those guys. Right. Wow. Like the non-injury of other fucking conscious beings. You know, and the thing was is that when when Bourdain did that, I'd already experienced three separate deaths and suicides in the culinary community here. You know, so when I see something like that, it's it's such a thing within the culinary community. So this one just said, it doesn't matter how successful you are, right. it's still a common thread. So well, you know, he was, and he wasn't too far after uh, what's the woman's name that killed herself right before that? Uh, Kate Spade. Yes, Kate, Kate Spade. Spade yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was like days apart. Right. Like, yeah. So you. So depression you know, doesn't matter how no, old you are, how, how young you money, are, how much you know, money you have, how successful you are. Just. Reach out, and that's what our community, Drinking Bros, is all about. It's like this, this community was started to build a community where people could reach out to other veterans and and good. people like that. Yeah. So that's how Drinking Bros got started. Don't it, do stupid bullshit. Yeah. No, it's it's a thing, you know. I mean, it's 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 a it's a palpable, living, breathing part of humanity is the depression, and everybody is affected by different things and in different ways and and I know it because of my community which is the chef's community but everybody is affected in different ways and there's been such a stigma especially with men to talk and so the more that it's discussed the greater the the stigma can be removed and the greater sources are and so yeah so for me it was Bourdain and it was very sad but I'd had it personally with people within my own personal community and all I did was show that you know what it doesn't matter how successful you are within your career all the money all the travel all Mm -hmm. the things we all strive for that does not mean that you're safe and you are not affected. Sure. So that's that's what we got out of it, or at least my friends at Cook got yeah. out of it. That's great. Well, look, you're a fascinating individual. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Where can everybody find you on social media? So all of it is Dude Sweet Chocolate. So that okay. would be... I'm not very good at Twitter. Twitter's a hellhole anyways. It's a like fucking really purgatory. Do it. I don't really I do it. it. I get it. We have the Facebook page, which is Dude Sweet Chocolate, and we have the Instagram, and the Instagram is all me posting. Okay. So it could be bicycles, it could be dogs, and it's a lot of food. So it's every <laughs> it's everything that involves me Bikes, dogs, and, what, and, foods. Yeah. Yeah. and what what I do with my life and, and how I make stuff that I like. Awesome. That's Listen, it. You were a fascinating person. Yeah, it was great to have uh, you on. It's, yeah. it's really cool to Dallas and meet such fucking interesting individuals all the way around from different walks of life. Like, it's a really different, appreciate you being on the show. It's, it's a amazing. different city than what people think, without really a doubt. Is. It really I is. I think Dallas is becoming what it always thought it was, finally. Yeah. I, I, and look, we've enjoyed the last four days Yeah, it's been here. great. It's been amazing. So, again, thank you for being Absolutely. on the show. Absolutely. Totally. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Absolutely.